Welcome, welcome, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, Rob Zakari, Rob Zakari Show. And it's not snowing here. No, it's not snowing here in Los Angeles, California. It's snowing. Well, it's supposed to be snowing over in New York and uh, Pennsylvania. One of my friends called up and said, we're supposed to have this huge storm. It's going to be huge. I said, sorry, really, March? Oh, it's going to be huge. I said, huge, Jesus. So one thing that uh, prevents me from ever, well, I shouldn't say ever. I I think about uh, going back to the East Coast once in a while. I mean, we go there a lot. Um, But I'm talking about staying there. Like, living there again. I know, I know. It's crazy. I've been out here in Los Angeles for 22 years. But my dad's going to be 80 years old. I mean, Jesus, I, you know, 80 years old. I got to imagine. I'm not trying to be morbid here or, um, you know, doomsday sayer. But, what, five, six years Seriously, I mean, you know, the, 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 if, you, if you live into your middle to late 80s, that's, that's a big deal. That's successful. You've had a, a good life. You know, when someone dies and they're like 88, 86, there's not a lot of people that are like, oh, my God, it was the, the good Lord took him too soon. You know, you're, you're hitting them. Them eighties, you're in the you're in that era. Hey, you did all right. My dad swims every day. Call I call him Merman. But you know, I don't know. I think about it. Maybe uh, going back there, um, and uh, you know, being close to them. Uh, you never know. But then I hear the snow, and I go ah. Oh. <laughs> to forget about it but anyways oh big big weekend what did we find out this weekend what did we find out this weekend uh hillary clinton or at least the hillary clinton camp um met with uh sergey like that uh was a surprise right sergey i mean we're still into this Russian hacking, right? Oh, man. You know, you you would have thought it was dead considering um, there's nothing. You you would have thought by now the story would be dead because there's nothing. They've been investigating. They've been uh, probing. There's nothing. The end of the day, there's nothing. The big meetings that took place with the Russia, at the end of the day, it was the ambassador to Russia. The guy that's been meeting with congressmen and senators and the Obama White House 22 times, that was the meetings. And now we find out Sure, the ambassador met with the Clinton camp. Yeah, 
during the campaign, met with the Kling camp. Okay, and I mean, if anything, and you notice how quick the uh, the whole Alpha Bank uh, story kind of disappeared. Remember Friday night on the broadcast, this this Russian Alpha Bank. Oh, that that's where the the connection is, the the servers and the truck. And then when it came out, the president of this bank was given an award a few years ago. He was given an award uh, about being a really cool, hip dude by Bill Clinton. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, man. Okay, we get it, Dems. We get it. You, you, you gave Trump his birther. We get it. We get it. Can we, like, move on now? Ay, ay, ay. It's just tiring. Tire. Go back to Kellyanne Conway's feet on the couch. How that was outrageous. Her feet were on the couch. But this whole Russian hacking thing, it's like, ugh. I'm just sick of talking about it. But we got to keep talking about it. Because we got to push back. When they stop talking about it, then we could stop talking about it. The only reason we talk about it, because we have to keep pushing back against the media and the Democrats for using the word Russian hacking the election. Russians didn't hack the election. Nobody changed vote totals. Didn't happen, okay? A bunch of Ivan Dragos did not go into polling centers and swap out the ballot boxes. That that's not what happened. That is what hacking the election. That's what it's supposed to mean. That's why the media frames it that way. Russians hacked. The election. No, they didn't. <laughs> they they did not. So you notice the other story that was the CIA and their uh, programs to spy on the American people. That just poof went away. Especially the part that says they can hack into our phones and hack into our computers and the trail that's left behind points to Russia or points to China. That story just, oof, gone. I would have thought that would have been a much bigger story or at least a story that would have lasted a little longer. I mean, for Christ's sakes, talking about Michael Brown again. We're talking to that. The, that big lie. That big hoax. Hands up, don't shoot. We're back talking about that. That somehow is a story again. And I got to figure the only reason it's a story again 
Because if the media could figure out a way to get everybody all riled up in Ferguson, they could somehow tie that to Trump and the Republicans. Oh, man, let me tell you something. Wait till you see how much everything gets publicized now that the Republicans and Trump are in the White House. Things that didn't really get a lot of coverage, per se, under Obama are now going to be like, bang. Give it, listen, give it a few months, and anytime somebody gets killed in Chicago, it, it's, it's going to be huge. That, that's going to be a, a top story. You'll, you'll see Don Lemon crying about Chicago. Give it another couple months. I mean, they, they still got a lot of stuff that they just keep rehashing, hacking, and the Russians, and things of that nature. But once all that dust settles, once all that dust settles, and more people get killed in Chicago, all of a sudden it'll be the biggest story out there. Wasn't a big story for eight years when Obama was president, but mark my words, it will be one of the biggest headlines. They, they might even do graphics. Don Lemon might even do, you know, uh, uh, a countdown of how many people killed and shot in Chicago. Somehow they will tie what's going on in Chicago to Trump. You watch. You watch. Mark my words. They will tie it. It's only a matter of time. So it's, 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 it's amazing how all this stuff kind of disappears. Oh, there goes the CIA. What? What? They're spying on us. They're going into our, our TVs, our phones, making it look like Russia. Oh, okay. Well, that, let's, let's move on. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Not, not, no, we're not gonna. <laughs> I gotta talk about that. Hack Tapper won't be talking about that today. Today it was the Trump administration walks back wiretapping claim, and you know what's hilarious? Before this somehow became a story or a headline. We even said, we even said, Trump meant the Obama administration. He didn't mean Obama himself. Well, that's not what he tweeted. Ay, ay, ay. God damn, you guys. <laughs> Man, could you imagine if the media kicked apart, and got into a frenzy over the eight years that Obama was in office. Like, just, just imagine. Just imagine. Then the, 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 the 
the amount of space they gave Obama to operate with things that he said. Was it a ransom? It wasn't. No, it wasn't a ransom. Maybe it was. That was what, what? I mean, that whole Iran thing. I remember the whole. It wasn't a ransom. They 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 never you know swapped out money, and then all of a sudden a couple of days later, you're hearing more and more details. And you're like, damn, that was a ransom. <laughs> that was a ransom. That that was a ransom. It's, it's just insane. <laughs> it is just. Ay, ay, ay. It really is. It's just insane. And now the new thing is the GOP Obamacare repeal. Oh, the oh, it's going to be 24 million people are going to go uninsured. Oh, dear. Now, I'm not going to get into the weeds on this. Uh, Bill, because it's not done. It's not done. You know, when this came out last week, we could have gotten to the weeds. But why? It's not done. So before we start picking it apart, throwing up our hands, oh, this is horrible. There goes all the 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 people that supported Trump and now they're going to be pissed. Let's wait. Let's all breathe and let's wait. This thing's going to get carved up. This thing's going to have uh, amendments attached to it. Let's just wait. But the number that sticks out to me that no one ever pushes back on, and if they do talk about it, it's kind of like in passing. But I think it's it, it, it's the most important thing as regards to the number of uninsured. If the government is making you do something, then, of course, the numbers are going to be through the roof. I mean, isn't that the joke whenever you talk about uh, Putin's approval numbers? People go, oh, look, look the approval numbers of Putin is 80%. You know why? Because if you go against him, he kills you. So, well, if the government forces you, to buy insurance. Don't you think that number of insured Americans is going to be pretty high? In the minute the government says, hey, everybody, we're not going to force you to buy insurance anymore. Don't you think that number will drastically change. And the fact that nobody 
is emphasizing this when they talk about 24 million fewer insured by 2026 under the GOP health care plan. And everybody talks about it as if millions and millions and millions of people are going to be thrown off their insurance plans and they're going to be sick and then they're going to be dying and then they'll eventually die right on the street. That's not the case. You're going to have millions and millions and millions and millions of people that are not going to get insurance because now they're not forced to. And that's something that, whether it's the CBO or whatever liberal talking point on Rachel Maddow's show, nobody wants to factor that in. And nobody can factor that in. Nobody can legitimately factor in the concept of the minute the government does not make it where you have to buy insurance, how many of those people are going to say, well, I'm not getting insurance. I I don't need insurance. I'm 26 years old. I'm not going to get insurance. I've been getting insurance because I don't want my, you know, my, my tax return withheld or my tax, uh, you know, uh, rebate. I don't want to pay this penalty. I, 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 well, I'm not going to pay the $175 that I need to pay every month. When I get sick, I'll go to urgent care. I'm pretty healthy now. If the plan still says uh, I can uh, get insurance with the uh, you know pre-existing condition, if I get AIDS and I gotta pay five hundred a month for a plan, then I'll pay five hundred a month for a plan, or I'll get a a catastrophic plan. I, I don't know, but I know I'm not gonna pay for insurance every single month if I don't have to. So that number is incredibly deceiving that keeps getting thrown around. 24 million fewer insured. 24 million fewer insured. Well, of course there's going to be fewer insured. You're not forcing people to buy insurance. So I'm not going to sit here and and, and go crazy on this bill because it's not done. That is glaring. And the other thing that's glaring is you can't buy insurance across state lines. As Trump would say, the lines, the lines. That's got to be fixed. I will beat up that. That's got to be fixed. And if that doesn't get fixed, then as far as I'm concerned, it's garbage. That's got to get fixed. If this becomes a bill without Buying insurance across state lines, then it's garbage. Now, is it going to be garbage enough 
come 2020 where I go, oh, I'm not going to vote for Trump. I'm going to vote for Cory Booker. No. I love listening to the people that, that, that make it seem like this. Or, I don't know, uh, pick an issue. You know, pick an issue. Oh, well, if if Trump doesn't come through on this, he's just lost millions of voters. Really? Really? You really think millions of voters come 2020 are going to go, you know what, I think I'm just going to vote for Cory Booker. Yeah, yeah, Trump was going to get rid of the lines. He didn't get rid of the lines, so now I'm going to vote for Cory Booker and Elizabeth Warren. Get Garbrough, shut the F up. Okay, just shut up. If we can't buy insurance across state lines, it's going to be disappointing. But it's not going to be disappointing enough for me to vote Cory Booker or Elizabeth Warren. Okay, so before we start going crazy on this, uh, uh, you know, health bill, let's get it out of uh, the House. Let's move it to the Senate. Let's get some markups on the thing. Let's get rid of those lines. Because eventually, at the end of the day, premiums are going to be lower. In the beginning, some premiums might go up. But at the end of the day, they're going to be lower. It's not going to happen right out of the gate. But they will be lower. So, let's just take a breath, okay? Let's just relax. Let's wait till we get more markups on this health bill. I mean, like I said last week, if the Obama bill, if, if Obamacare is an F, okay, and this, as it stands, is a D or a D plus, I'd rather have the D plus. Sure, would I want a B? Would I want an A? 100%. But as it stands, if, if it's a letter better than Obama, I'll take it. I know, let's do it this way. I know for me, I know myself, I will pay less. Than I'm paying now. That's a fact. So if nothing else is done. I will pay less. When I look at. Their plan for. You know. The, 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 the tax credit. And the, the age you could write off. And how much. And all that stuff. I benefit. Now, if you're one of those people that believe that 
everybody in the United States should have free health care and the government should pay for it, then you, you got to move to Canada or you got to move to Sweden where they're bombing each other. Be frank and let's be honest. Right now, every American does get free health care. Now, does every American have health care where they can go to Cedar sinai or John Hopkins? No. If you do not make enough money, you qualify for whatever program that state has for poor and low-income people. Now, just like I was able to talk to all of you about Planned Parenthood and this uh, liberal talking point that they have prenatal, and I legitimately, not some conservative radio host or TV host that just says stuff with no, no interaction or reality-based facts. Because somebody's giving me a, a, a talking point memo. I am able to talk to you about some of these things because I've experienced them. So when you watch a conservative and a Democrat arguing about uh, Planned Parenthood and what they do, I can legitimately say when my girlfriend was pregnant, And she had no insurance. She called Planned Parenthood to see if she legitimately was pregnant. And when I mean legitimately, doing the pee test on the stick could still read false positive. Missing your period. You you, you need to actually go to a doctor where they do the legit tests. And because she did not have health insurance, because she never re-upped when she turned 27 and she was off her parents' insurance plan, she called Planned Parenthood She engaged with the woman at Planned Parenthood, and the woman said, we will not do any of that testing unless you are getting an abortion. If you are keeping the child, we cannot help you because we do not do prenatal. That's legit. That's a fact. That's not a Republican talking point. 
And you can't tell me that, oh, well, Rob, uh, my Planned Parenthood in Syracuse, New York, they do prenatal. No, they don't. They do not do prenatal. You're not going to do prenatal in some Planned Parenthoods and not in others. Now, as it pertains to health care, I have a friend, okay, who is in an industry that thrived, and I mean thrived, for 30, 35 years. And in the last three years, that industry had the bottom fall out, gone. And this person was 51 years old. Basic high school education is all they have. And we're talking 30 years ago when they were in that school, you know, work mode of, uh, you know, working at a convenience store or or a fast food restaurant or pet boys. So when the industry he was in disintegrated, fell out, he applied for welfare. He applied to get benefits from the state of California. And literally, in a matter of a month, he was sent his WIC card and his medical insurance card. Now, he didn't qualify and he didn't go through the process that needed to be done where you're actually getting cash and and housing because there's different levels. He just did the paperwork and the level where they put $280 on his WIC card and he could go any hospital or any doctor that accepted HMOs. So, could he go to Cedar sinai and see a, a urologist? No. He would have to go online, see who the provider for this HMO and that takes Medicaid, Medicare, and he then can go to that urologist, which the state paid for. Every American in this country does have health insurance. If you want health insurance, You can get health insurance. Now, can every American get 
Cedar sinai Health Insurance. And what I mean by that, go to any hospital they want? No. Of course not. If somebody's giving you something for free, you don't get to choose what you get for free. You get what they're giving. So this notion that people don't have health insurance in this country is, again, a liberal BS monstrosity of a lie. Because you see, liberals, Democrats, socialists, what they want is everybody to have the same exact thing. And that's not how we are in this country. But liberals have made it to where somebody that can afford the best is demonized. For some reason, somebody that can afford to have the best isn't worthy or, or, or hasn't worked hard. And I don't care if they get that from an inheritance. Because somewhere down the line, somebody worked hard. But liberals think if you have money, you should give that money away. You shouldn't have that money. That's why you always hear, well, the, the wealthy, the rich, the, the... But you want to know what they, in their minds, you want to know what they consider wealthy and rich? Somebody that makes $100,000 a year. You know how many millionaires and billionaires are out there? Like less than 3%. So when you hear liberals go, oh, well, this tax structure or this policy, that's only going to benefit the millionaires. and What are you talking about? Stop. Stop. Somebody who makes forty, fifty thousand a year, a household that makes a hundred thousand a year, that's not rich. I'm sorry to break the news to you. That's not rich. If you have a household, if you have a, a, a man and a and a woman, or a man and a man, or a man and a tranny, or two women. And combined, they make a hundred grand. You're talking about fifty thousand a piece, or maybe sixty forty. But you're not talking about rich. So when you see these structures, oh, a household making a hundred thousand, they get a tax credit. Oh, well, well, yeah, that's not that's not a lot of money. 
If somebody's making twenty thousand a year, they quite and, and again, I can't speak for if you live in Pennsylvania or you live in Ohio. I can only speak for somebody who lives here in California. And firsthand knowledge of a friend that has Medi-Cal. He goes to the doctor, pays nothing. He got his t- and, and dental. My health insurance for Blue Cross, I don't have dental. Convention and all that followed. Paul Manafort, chairman for the Trump campaign. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, yes. listen, I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. not, no, I'm, seriously. Hot sauce. I've been, I've been eating... A lot of hot sauce, a lot of uh, raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You right. might need to slow down. A I need to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot Just sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, listen, yes. I just want you to know people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. not, no, seriously. Hot sauce. I've been, I've been eating... A lot of hot sauce, a lot of uh, raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You might need to slow down. I need, yeah, yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. During a press conference, Secretary Clinton assured us her private email server was secure, saying the server was on private property guarded by the Secret Service. Now, this would be laughable if it wasn't so serious. I know, you know, my constituents in eastern Iowa know you don't need to be a cat burglar to hack into an email server, and you don't need a cloth to wipe a server clean. One would think that a former United States Senator, one would think that a former Secretary of State would know this as well. Would you agree with that statement? You would think, although as I said before, one of the things I've learned in this uh, case is that the Secretary may not have been as sophisticated as people assume. She didn't have a computer in her office at the State Department, for example. So I, I don't think, so I would assume the same thing about someone who'd been a Senator and a high-ranking official. I'm not sure it's a fair assumption in this case.
What's something that you always carry with you? Hot sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce wow. in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, yes. listen, I just want you to know people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 